How you doing? I'm all right, bro. I see you uh, carried on the glow from last week. I was going to ask you. Am I like, dude, I don't know what's going on with me, bro. I don't know, man. Your, your, your insides are coming out, man, in a good way. Yeah, you didn't. You, you didn't start that new skincare routine, no. I mean, oh, it was the se- I know you had the seven in one wash. Yeah, just been using that's that still. The homemade. <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 nice. I love it, man. Taking care of yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to. I think I think I'm taking care of my hair more than I'm taking care of my face. But yeah, whatever works. Whatever works. Whatever, whatever works. works. I think my hair's growing like. Dog, I swear, when I was doing some shotgun videos, like, especially up in my dojo, and I'd rewatch them, and, like, mm-hmm. watch tip my head back, swear I was starting to go thin up there. Mm, you can't you know, have like, that. But now, ever since I've been, like, been taking care of my hair better for, like, this past month or so. The 7 and 1. It's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Acting like your hair ain't luxurious when we know it is. My dad's still got a head full of hair, dog, so hopefully I got those jeans. Yeah. How old is Pop? Uh, he's, he's born in 58. Okay. Um, 62? 62. Well, which month? February. 63. 63. Yeah. 63. I know that my mom was born in 58. Um, so about uh, just under 30 years older than me. Well, my mom. Oh. But uh, your your dad, uh, fifty three February or fifty eight February. So. Math, I like math numbers and stuff. I'm actually, I have to be doing some math numbers at one of these festivals. Uh oh. My boys want me to run the merch booth with, for them while they play. Mm, okay. I'm gonna see them like four times this summer though, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah your calculator and your and your charm. Well, like I'm just hoping. It's just all like 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Metric system. <laughs> everything, everything $10. <laughs> that was hilarious. The metric system. Just make it 10 bucks. Hell yeah. 10, 12 man. bucks. Yeah, 12 bucks. I can do a 12. Multiples of 12. That's easy. <laughs> all the, uh, the, the experience with tall boys. Divisible exactly. by 12, there it is. There it is, you were built for this. You were made for this yeah. moment. Yeah, man. We finally get the, uh, we get the final lineup this Friday for the festival in September. Nice. I know people have been bugging about that shit, so. You know, hope it stands tall, man. It looks like there's a good chance, considering yeah. <laughs> considering the last <laughs> 12 months, 15, 16 yeah. months. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, fuck. Like, I've got... Five shows already mm. this summer that we're not going to. So yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up. I know AEW and WWE are looking to get back to touring. Big, big capacity crowds and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, the new normal, or back to normal, or whatever. <laughs> uh oh, I think. Uh, how's the wife over there? How's the connection, dog? Yeah. Uh-oh. We haven't had these problems in a while. Oh, no. The the death beeps. We locked in now? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back glowing. 
<laughs> Go ahead, my guy. <laughs> uh, dude, my, dude, my, I swear, like, when, like, when we record, yeah. my shit is ass when I'm on the fucking Wi-Fi. Really? Mm. Well, yeah. We take up a lot of bandwidth with the video, so I'm sure. Yeah. But the shows have been so much smoother. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big mm-hmm. time. So. What have you been up to, bro? Man, you know, uh, contemplative, contemplative. I may have uh, overcomplicated the word. Um, so, you know, this line of work, man, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of compartmentalizing and there's a lot of like whatever. It's a performance, right? Whatever you're going through or dealing with, leave that shit in the car. Oh, yeah. Fake it till you make it, if you will. Um, See, do you ever see that meme of uh, like this chick was crying at work because her boyfriend broke up with her over like over text, and the boss like, "Well, you aren't supposed to be on your phone anyway." I did see that. <laughs> yeah, yep, I have seen that one. He's right. He's right. We have strict rules too. Don't no phone calls. What are you What are you doing? Um. Well, man, you know, I had a show this past. Uh, well, I actually had a show Saturday and Sunday. So you know, feet hurt, back hurt, whatever. Um, I had a show Sunday, man, and I, you know, I had to knock it out. It was what it was, but my head and my heart was in a lot of different spaces. I'll be honest. Um, one thing is resolved. Um, just you know, brain and heart stuff. That shit is resolved. That really wasn't nothing. Um, but I got the news Saturday night. My show ended really early Saturday. It was only scheduled till seven, which never happens. I got the news around 11 o'clock that my aunt passed away on Saturday night. Shit, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And so, you know, just, you know, sorting through those feelings Saturday night into Sunday morning um, through that show and just, you know, compartmentalizing and and just having to focus. it uh and you know it sounds selfish to say and I and I and I kind of don't want to say it but I, I you know I just kind of have to work through that. I feel I feel I feel a certain guilt. I do feel a certain guilt. Um listeners if you remember Ren if you remember uh maybe a month or so ago I talked about talking to a family member who uh didn't have a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. And this was that family member. And the conversation didn't flow as well as I'd hoped, as well as it ho- as well as it flowed, you know, in the past. And um, I felt, you know, and I'm feeling guilty because I never, I never prioritized the time to go visit. And I gotta say it that way because, listen, this is this is the busy season. As far as work goes. And it ain't like I have like regular nine to five hours. No. And I got to get like this weekend is this weekend is the busiest day, not just in my region, but the busiest day in the company until October. Right. So like shit is thin everywhere and there's a lot of stuff. I got a lot of I got I got some late nights coming up or by the time this drops, some late nights have just occurred. So there's the the work aspect, and I've talked about how I dove in, I dove in headfirst to work. You know what I'm saying? But I can't, I can't, I can't put it all on work. I can't. Um, 
there were times I just I, I didn't prioritize it. And maybe I thought I had more time than I thought I did or whatever bullshit excuse for not prioritizing. I didn't prioritize it. And I I got, you know, I'm just just working through some thoughts with that, working through some feelings with that. Um, and I say it sounds selfish to say because, like, my cousin lost his mom. My cousin lost his grandmother. You know what I'm saying? And that's my auntie, but that's a that's a different relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, I don't want to center it on myself because whatever, but yeah. So, you know, working through those feelings, you know what I'm saying? Um, uncle in the hospital right now. Yeah. Not doing too well. I haven't seen him in shit. I couldn't tell you the last time I seen him Yeah. or his son, my cousin. But yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. He's, I think he's the oldest one on my mom's side. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, he's, not, he's not doing too well. Yeah. Well, like, no, he wasn't doing too well, and then the next day he's back talking. Right. The next day he's not doing well, but then the next two days he's back talking, he's back eating. Right. So we're kind of just playing that one by ear. Highs and lows, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, you know, it's rough because, you know, we got a lot closer once my mom passed. And so, you know, helping each other go through that. I mean, that was her sister. That was her baby sister. That was my mama, you know what I'm saying? And so building and strengthening those relationships. And then, you know, like I said, I put my head down and and, and pushed. And so life stuff. And you, you would, it's like you hope people understand. Yeah. But it's like, you know what it is? It's like we ha- we all have like AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile, whatever, whatever it is, whatever companies we deal with. And we know that these companies will eventually make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And we understand you can't just bat a thousand, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you don't want to be the mistake. No. You don't want to, you don't want to be the strikeout. No. So it's like, yeah. know. go ahead. You being too hard on yourself, though? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But also, like I said, right, you, they, you, you would hope people understand and I'm sure there is some understanding, but there were times I could have prioritized it more. So maybe I am being too hard on myself. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, yeah. There'll be a, there will be no service. Um, she decided to donate her body to science, which is infinitely dope infinitely interesting yeah but also kind of adds a little more to my guilty feelings because if that's a decision that was made you know what else was going on in that brain that i didn't capitalize on true you know what i'm saying so but yeah you know we take these lessons we push forward and we and we grow from it man and and try not to make all the same mistakes you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. So I, I, I try to permeate these conversations. I don't know if I'm using the, using the word right, but I'll just say it. Permeate these conversations in other aspects. You know, people I love, people I hold close, their relationships that they have with, you know, certain people in their lives. Um, yeah, man, if you can't do, teach, I guess, right? That's the saying, right? If you can't do it, right. teach, right? Shit. So um, rest in peace, Dolores Pendleton. I love you. 
Um, and I apologize. So, what's happening with you, Ren? What's been going on your way, player? I'm trying to think, man. When's the last time we talked? Like what, like two weeks ago? Last week, dog. Well, the uh, the best of. So we can we talked a little bit. Oh, shout yeah, out to yeah. those. Shout out to those who uh, partook in the best of. The uh, that shit never goes out of season. So if you've missed out, dive in. Dive in. Dive in. Great work. No, I've been chilling, man. Fucking working and just trying to just trying to get ready for these. Got got a show in one month. I'm fucking exactly in one month. I'm fucking yeah. ex- really excited for that one. Boys are playing up in Indy. Go up there and party for the weekend. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, I'm just gonna try to stay my ass busy. Yeah, man. Just save this money and <clears throat> yeah, man. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, summertime, summertime, <laughs> and the living's easy. I mean, Hopefully, hopefully it happens. I sent you the the little screenshot in the show in Milwaukee. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you got plans. Man, they, they they booked me for this motherfucking show, dude. Like what? Mm-hmm. Money well spent. <laughs> Even advertised it. <laughs> hey, how many tall boys <laughs> will you be taking with you? Probably just like probably just one, honestly. Cause I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I want to be able to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is funny. Well, cause dude even told me, dude even told me, he was like, I don't get too fucked up. I was like, nah, nah, nah. I won't. <laughs> True. Well, here's the thing, right? You have to do at least one on stage, right? Cause that's the gimmick, right? Yeah. But you got fans. Yeah, no, dude. And they're going to want a shotgun with you. We could do some twelve ounces. I ain't gonna be doing tall boys all night. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> Keep a couple twelves on you. You know what I'm saying on, on your person, and get big groups of people. So that way you ain't gotta do like, yeah, one shotgun with two people and one with five people. Knock this out in thirty minutes. So if you I ain't here. swear, paid appearance in and out would be. If you missed out, you missed out. International run. Actually, I had some metalhead from Germany hit me up tonight. Asking him, he's like, "Yo, it's bulldoze some beers. Like, I've never heard it called bulldoze. <laughs> bulldoze. <laughs> Plus, and jackhammer we... some tall boys. <laughs> Plus, jackhammer some tall boys. <laughs> Pause if need be. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, like this motherfucker was messaging me. Like, he messaged me on Instagram. He's like, "What's mm-hmm. your number?" And I'm like, "Hold on, what?" Like. <laughs> Like y'all have like sixteen numbers in your telephone right. numbers over there. Like. That's crazy. That is well, funny. What's WhatsApp? I was like, no, nah, maybe. No, but I'm good. You can just Snapchat me. <laughs> yeah. And even then, I'll just send you a video of me shotgunning. Right. You know what I'm saying? That is funny as shit. Did you ever shoot that one guy who showed up at your job? I ain't seen that dude since. Just keep it, keep it ready. Allegedly. Like I, I, I can't remember the fucking dude's name. <laughs> uh, I'm pr- like I don't know like I don't even like look anymore like who likes my like shotgun videos so like oh, I don't above, know if you've seen you're above them. it all you're above it all <laughs> like, it's just too much <laughs> shit to go through dog. and like and I'm saying like and, and it's not even like that but like I'm like I said I'm like I'm like five or six different groups no doubt on Facebook no doubt you so hot like, go through every single one of those motherfuckers you hot <laughs> I feel you hot it's okay <laughs> 
Say it again. I did just get back on TikTok because one we'll of the groups you. I'm in that I'm a mod for, they made a TikTok. I was like, all right, I guess I'll fucking get back on there. Look at you, the Jizzy nice Drake of shotguns. Had a nice welcoming back on old TikTok, See? dude. Look at Ren. The Drizzy Drake of shotguns, the champagne poppy of beers. There's some mean motherfuckers on there, dude. Yeah, there are. I see, listen, I ain't say nothing a couple days ago. I seen you had words with one dude. He, like, told his boy, told his boy he could not get you out of here. And his boy ain't say nothing. And, listen, you know me, I had to th- the thumb stay raised. Thumb stay stretched. <laughs> but I was like, you know, now he got it. He got it. You know what I'm that saying? That dude didn't even comment back. He knows I better. Back, I was like, why are you going to throw your boy out there? Yep. You're, like, You're not even going to post nothing. I seen it. I seen it. Ren, <laughs> Ren was ready with the smoke. Ren had the smoke. I was ready with the fire. So <laughs> That one dude probably doesn't want to deal with you no more because I keep threatening to shoot him on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I've said it like nine times over two to three shows. You shot him yet? You shoot that dude? Eleven yeah. times over three shows. Yeah, oh. like, like one of the things, like, like we'd be out at a party. And, like one of the things that would piss me off the most, like if I was back home, like my boys would come for me, and, like we'd be out in a group of people, like random people and shit, and they'd be like, oh, "My boy over there can outgun any of y'all," and it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> right. This shit, like I know what the fuck I can do. <laughs> don't, don't do that shit. <laughs> Yo, that is funny. That is funny as hell, man. Uh, I mean, it's all, it's all just participation for me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You beat me. I don't give a fuck if I beat you. As long as you participate in the shotgun ceremonies, good. That's all I care about. I mean, listen, man, again, nobody bats a thousand. Michael Jordan lost some games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan lost games. It happens. There, there, there's a couple. There's one dude in this group I'm in, like, like he posted a video a couple weeks ago in the group chat. He's like, man, I've never been beat before. I'm just thinking, bro. Why are you lying? Never. Yeah, like, post videos all the time, and I always count. Like every time, like one of my homies posts a shotgun video, I always count how many seconds. It takes. <laughs> of course, of course. That's funny. So I know what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I show you to recently? Oh, I showed you to my shadow this past Sunday. <laughs> What's that thing? I had a trainee shadowing me at a show. They, uh, I like this person because I knew I usually don't tell anybody about like anything about me personally, but I told him I do a podcast. And so I was like, you know what? Let me show you my guy. (laughs) (laughs) And they was like, yo, is that the big can? (laughs) Yes, it is the big can. Watch this though. And you did your thing, and they was like, oh, shit, I've never seen anybody kill that fast. And it was like, hold up, that's your boy? Yes. That's my, yeah, that's my boy. That. That's my guy. Yeah. Yes. Known each other for a long time. Long, long time. Shout out to DJ Reed City. He uh, he saw the picture we posted uh, from the Instagram post, and he's from the hometown. He was like, yo, I fucking know who that is now. <laughs> It took three and a half years, but yeah, man, for those who, uh, for those, go check the Instagram post of the last show is a picture of me and Ren side by side as, as teenagers, uh, because we're friends in real life. Check out Ren's haircut. We gave him that haircut. 
earlier that week, we gave him those bangs with uh, some Joanne fabric ass scissors. Yes. <laughs> I got them bangs. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. No doubt. Oh, I was talking to my guy today, and we were talking about J. Cole, of all things. J. Cole dropped a freestyle uh, as of today. And uh, I was looking at some of it. I, I had listened to some of it, and then I had stopped because I know he had ripped that beat on his warm-up mixtape back in, like, 09. So I was like, did he? And I was like, yeah, he did. So I got to go back and finish. And what I heard, you know, so far I like, I'm, I'm really into, I'm really feeling this album rollout. I'm kind of interested in this one because I've gotten on here before and talked about how, like, I don't really care for his music like I did. Um, I sound like one of those fans, but like when the, the mixtapes dropped, right? The warm up, uh, Friday Night Lights, and I, you know, went and grabbed the come up. I was like, "Ooh, this guy's about to be the guy!" And then the albums dropped, and I was like, "I mean, demos are fire." He's he's you know what I'm saying? He's he's somebody. He's a lot of people's guy, but he stopped being you know my guy as much. And as you know, it, it is what it is. But I'm interested in this rollout. And me and my guy, shout to Brandon, we were talking about um, just kind of talking about you know the evolution of our favorite rappers and artists, and you know how sometimes their maturation doesn't line up with ours. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know the reason I kind of fell off of J. Cole, I just felt like his music didn't mature the way I did. Like we didn't, we just weren't on the same path. Um, I'm still excited for like, you know, Sky Zoo is dropping his album June 11th. Um, all the brilliant things. Ready for that. I'm down for whatever Giroud drops. I'm down for when Wale drops. Um, but I hadn't been interested in the last, you know, few, you know, J. Cole offerings. But this one I'm kind of interested in. What I'm getting at is I might be old, dog. Am I old? See, man. See I'm, I'm feeling that. I fucking I fucking pre-ordered this album. Yeah, they had that. They, they dropped one single. I was like, okay, this, this is pretty tight. I like this. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, I'm going to pre-order this motherfucker. This limited edition shit. Or the other two singles. I was like, what the fuck did I do? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. And bro, you know it's trash too. Like, dude, the whole album sucks. Like, there's only like three good songs on this new album. Easy. Like, dude, you can tell, too, because, like, you go back and look at their posts when they're, like, about to drop their previous albums. Mm-hmm. Shitload of comments, shitload of likes. Uh-oh. This, bro, I'm getting more likes on my fucking shotgun videos <laughs> than the fuckers are on their new album. Right. They're fucking signed to a major record label. Right, right. That's rough. That is rough, man. I realized two things. That, for one, like, kind of lose my train of thought, but I, I'm realizing that, there's a there's a place for everything as far as rap goes. As far as all kind of music goes, there's a place for all of it. But I think I want my rappers older than me. I think I want my rappers my age or older, right? Like Benny the Butcher from Griselda. Um relatively new compared to a lot of these other cats, but he's also older than me. So his burden of proof album, I was like, yeah, that shit is hard, right? I know there's a place for like the little Dirks, the Uzi Verts, the whatnots, the whatnots. The the little bit I've heard of Dirk, like on features, I like. He was on Drake's record, he was on Nas's record. I'm like, okay, I like, but like I'm not about to seek the album out, right? And on top of that, me and you, we come from the era where like there were stakes attached to your album. Like, you had to be picky with your thirteen bucks. Oh yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? The whole week or the two weeks, bruh. You go to Best Buy, you see the track listing off the one single. You got one music video, maybe two. And then the release date came. You go to Best Buy, you pick up Ali's Heavy Starch album, and you look at the track listing like, yo, okay, here's Bougetto, number six. Here we, here it goes. You know what I'm saying? You cop it and you live with the consequences, right? Toss that motherfucker out the window. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout to Cassidy's split personality album. That shit. Um, but like now, there's no the the stakes are different. There's so much. You say well, yeah. There's so much. Yep. You stream it. I don't want to that shit. Exactly. Yep. And nothing sticks to the ribs because the stakes aren't as high. Yeah. There's certain people that will still buy their shit regardless, mm-hmm. but like, not these motherfuckers that I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel but, that. Yeah. And like, if I know you too, like, I'm buying anything my boys up north are putting out. Like, no doubt, no doubt. That regardless. Mm-hmm. But like, but yeah, no. I mean, like I said, there's there's a couple people that I'll buy. Even before I hear anything of it, pre-order that shit because I know I know I'll fuck with it. I know I like yep, it. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I'm with that. And like, and we we weren't lucky enough back in the day to have Spotify and all this shit. Man, you yep. know, I mean, Napster and shit. Like, <laughs> fucking LimeWire and Aries, <laughs> Kazaa, and you yeah, had to be lucky because you might download a record. You had a, you have a record that says <laughs> Murphy Lee. What the hook gonna be dot mp3 and it was just a bunch of static for three and a half minutes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> we had to work for our music. And they had to work for us. <laughs> they had to work for us. So I don't know, man. I guess I'm old. I'm way more excited for R and B now. Yeah, it's R&B. been like that for years, yeah. Been like that for years. There's more emotion in singing. Yeah, there's more motion than yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yelling and growling. Right, 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 right. And then fucking blast beat. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so explain to me the difference between heavy metal and death metal. Death metal is just like it dude it dude, it's so hard to it's so hard to fucking explain. It's more so if you know like, you know. Kind of in like it, it, like, I don't know, like, it just really depends, like, I mean, because, like, there's some death metal that you can't even fucking understand what the fuck they're saying, but you're like, yo, this shit's tight, I don't care <laughs> what the fuck they're saying, So like, emotional, they're really the getting through. that don't come with the inserts in the album, so you uh, never know what they're saying. Right, right, <laughs> right, yeah, 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 that's but then, funny. like, I mean, heavy metal, like... Like, I don't know, like, old, like, because there's just so many different genres of metal. You got old school heavy metal, you got old school traditional heavy metal, you got mm. new wave mm. of British heavy metal, okay. you got thrash metal, God you got me. black metal, you got black and thrash metal. <laughs> so is there <laughs> white thrash metal? <laughs> there is no white thrash metal. There's thrash and black thrash? <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I posted a meme the other day. I don't know if you've seen it. It was a it was a Borat meme, but it was like uh, it was like his neighbor. It was his house, and then his neighbor's house, and his neighbor's house said black metal, 
his house was death metal. Uh, like, oh, we both have blast beats. We both have fast riffs. But he has bad. He has bad production. I have good production. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of a band like Metallica. So is that we say heavy metal? Back in the day, it was like thrash metal. Like the first three albums. Yeah, hundred percent thrash metal. I wouldn't even know. And then a, a group like Motorhead. Motor dude, blame me for Motorhead. He he wouldn't even like the for the band to be called heavy metal. It was just rock really? and roll to him. Okay, okay, okay. Because they were more prevalent in like the seventies, and then just kind of grew with the times a little 80s. bit. Eighties yeah. more. Okay, got you, got you, got you, got you. I have no clue what I'm talking about. I'm just throwing names that I know. <laughs> You're doing good out there. Well, appreciate it, man. And the name that always comes to mind for some reason because it's so prolific in my mind. Uh, what about Tortured Hole? Tortured Hole. See, that was just an album. T- that was just an album. Hmm. Just an album title. <laughs> oh, that's not the name of the band. No. What's the name of the band? Bro, it's dude. It's so hard to even fucking pronounce. It's uh, it's Latin. It's Bloodsucker in Latin. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like it's called like Sanguis Subag. <laughs> Holy shit! This whole time. I thought their name was Tortured Hole. There, there might be a band out there called Tortured Hole. I can I could, totally see it. Let me album by Sa- oh shit, Sanguishigabog. Yes. <sighs> wow. Those titles, those tracks. <laughs> Minstrel Envy, Gored in the Chest, <laughs> Dra- <laughs> Dragged by a Truck. That's my favorite. That's <laughs> That's my shit right there. Dragged by a truck. Go to track three, my guy. Hold up. God, no. I'm about to read all of these. I know you are. Number four, pornographic. Number five, dead as shit. Number six, the title track, tortured hole. Number seven, interlube. Interlube. Number eight. This, I'm sure, is a classic. Dick Filet. <laughs> Number nine, Urinary Icor. Number ten, Posthumous Compersion. I don't even know what compersion means. I'm going to Google it. Number eleven in the last track is Felching Filth. Okay, first I'm going to look up compersion. Compersion. This is the first album these guys ever came out with. They came out with an EP, and like, dude, like I looked this EP up on Discogs. Yeah, this seven inch. This like t- eleven minutes long EP goes for over two hundred fucking dollars. Oh shit! It's like yes. that. It's like that, bro. Is it fire? I mean, like, dude, a lot of people say this shit's like caveman music. <laughs> oh my god! I just looked up felching, by the way. Felching, <clears throat> felching, is the sexual act of licking or sucking semen out of a partner's anus. If, if the listeners could see your face right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm hoping I'm hoping these dudes are playing it full terror assault. <laughs> Please send me video of them performing uh, <laughs> Felching Filth 
or 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 dick fillet i think that's the one um and yeah we blame rappers dick fillet this is this underground fuck that you know who decides what's mainstream or underground mm-hmm. who you know say it you say it cuz cuz listen i i can't say it anymore you say it. It's white people. Yeah, the whites. The whites. So for rap music to be blamed the way that it is, when there's so much of it, there's so much. Everything. My favorite rapper is Sky Zoo. He was on BET one, twice. He was on 106 in Park twice. He was on Freestyle Friday against Jen. He got robbed. Because he told AJ that he dressed horrible. <laughs> and he was on a second time in like 2010 when his uh, Live from the Tape Deck album came out. And he performed Speakers on Blast on BET. It was 2010. Otherwise, you're not just going to see him on your television screens. Right? But there is so much. Everything you're looking for is there. It's there. But the conversation is about, I'm not going to let my children listen to WAP or Old Town Road anymore. I would have never been able to buy this shit if I was if my parents were still buying me albums. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> you mean your, your parents wouldn't let you buy an album that had a song called Dick Filet? What? <laughs> Word? Bro, this, ain't, this ain't the worst, bro. I mean, gee, there's, there's other bands out there. Jeez. That white dog. Like there was, there was a band back in the day. I was never a fan of them. Uh, anal cunt. Anal cunt. Were they eighth graders? You would have thought they were. Fuck. And there's a band now. I mean, this <clears> band's <throat> been around forever, but uh, called Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse. So eating dead. Wait, eating dead people or can- cannibal corpse? Dead people who eat. Live people? I don't... I probably shouldn't try to figure this out. Ah, oh, just leave it. Yeah, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. Yeah, look, look up some of their uh, album covers, bro. The, <laughs> should we put it on the IG? Man. Cannibal. Minstrel Envy, Gord in the Chest, and Ren's personal favorite, Dragged by a Truck. Banger, dude. Slapper. <laughs> Boys, that's a slapper right there. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! I guess I guess the guy that wrote most of those old, whenever they wrote that album, I guess they were uh, all on LSD the whole time. So word, yeah. Look at that brilliance. Yeah, came yeah. up with that brilliance. <laughs> Dragged by a truck. Oh, I, just, I just got it, guys. I got it. <laughs> Dick filet. Dick, <laughs> fucking genius. Dude, I mean, like, dude, like I said, they're signed to a major fucking label, and this is only their first album. They've Cult got classic. two music videos out. Oh shit! Wait, which ones did they do singles for? Which one did they do videos for? Uh, Minstrel Envy was the first one, <laughs> and Dog. <laughs> they eat mushrooms in the video. They go sign a contract for Century Records, then they eat mushrooms, oh and then God. in the contract, there's a fucking there's like something in the contract where they ha- they get like big. Dick implants. Wait. <laughs> fucking, what? Yeah, yeah. They have to get like dick surgery. And then these dicks start killing people. <laughs> what? 
Oh yeah, my I know, god. Oh no, bro. <laughs> so, I went to YouTube just now. There are actually three videos. So, I'm looking at you know how YouTube has the screenshots. Yeah. Um, I, there's a there's a screenshot of Menstrual Envy. They're holding a contract that says Dong Claws. Yes. Dong Claws. <laughs> Dong Claws. There's a video for Dead as Shit. And there's a video for Gord in the Chest. Dropped two months ago. Oh, shit. There's, there's three of them, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So I can't wait for that J. Cole album to drop. <laughs> can't wait. Um, funny enough, I typed in Tortured Hole. You know how they have like the related videos? People also watched... Lion was brutally tortured by an elephant mother to avenge her murdered child. Related videos. (laughs) I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 113 of the hard camera. T-H-C-C-X-I-I-I and I am your guy, your guy, Juve. J-U-V, just under your vision. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always. <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are power and glory. Big Ren, let them know they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. We'll do it, Miguel. Y'all can find me at both Twitter and Instagram at A-Motherfucker, A-Underscore-M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. And y'all can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, m a a F F H H D U P three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, hit me, <laughs> hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page, the Instagrams and Twitter at the Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, live whatnot, here to forth, and etc. <clears throat> and a little bit of things of that nature. Uh, but above all else, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Breaker, some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Radio Public, shout to Australia and New Zealand. Wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart building content, content. <laughs> That apparently has menstrual envy. Uh, content that, that is tortured whole uh, with our with our dick fillets. Uh, getting dragged by a truck. Getting dragged by a truck. Uh, felching filth. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. I'm so sad I know what felching means now. Shouldn't looked it up. I should not have looked it up. I I looked for problems and I found them. And how, a, how did we get on? topic j cole oh thanks j cole thanks j cole (laughs) yeah yeah j cole you made juve think of tortured hole yes i did yes i did what a ren got the bars now ren stay with the bars what a time i love i love this i love that we do this um where else (laughs) where else would you rather be right now listeners where else would y'all rather be right now um and a fucking Sanguish Sabog show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when we say we do it all, like we we we've never lied to you. Nope. 
We've never lied, y'all. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Um, but now for what's on the marquee, the the main event, if you will. Um, luckily, this first half of the show is entertaining. We're gonna do our best. Fucking because we have WWE Backlash 2021, because I refuse to call it what they're calling it. It's Backlash <laughs> now, then, now, and forever. WWE Backlash 2021. Uh, before we jump into it, Big Ren, what do you think about the show? The Bro, club? we've had the same show since before goddamn WrestleMania. <sighs> yeah, it's kind of rough, isn't it? It's real fucking rough. Kind of a like, rough card. I don't even, like. I watch it, but like, I don't start watching until like nine o'clock, and I'll fucking fast forward through. Like, dude, it's just, it's just, dude, it's a chore. Yeah, it's um. You know what I realized? I have not watched one episode of NXT since it moved to Tuesdays. I think we mentioned this a little bit last week, but I haven't watched it since it moved to Tuesdays. And I don't know if it's because it's new stories or having to invest a Tuesday or general apathy. Um, I'm just, I guess, not truly, fully excited about the WWE brand right now. So, I mean, what's like, what's to be excited about? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Building new stories, building, I don't know. Um, there is there is one match that I'm interested in for Backlash. And we're going to save it for last. <laughs> save the best for last. Um, I want to remind y'all, too, we're starting fresh. Ren is beginning his title reign, and I'm coming for him. Uh, pause if need be. Uh, we are zero out of zero. We are undefined. Starting anew, and we have one, two, three, four, five, six matches to start us off with in this 2021-2022 season, if you will. <clears throat> so let's start at the bottom, man. We've got in a lumberjack match. Got to get them all on the card. Damian Priest versus The Miz. Talk to me, my guy. Damien, like, dude, this shit should have been over after WrestleMania. This is some Bad Bunny leftovers, isn't it? Bro. Yeah. But this is scraps right now. Big scraps. Big scraps. And aside from, like, the completely uninteresting stipulation, Damien Priest, who... You know what? I I I had I I gained a little bit of interest in him after the Finn Balor match last year, but haven't gained much more after that. Not at all. He is like the third wheel in this feud. Oh yeah. Because we're building toward the Miz Morrison breakup. Yeah. And so he seems to be kind of a, just a byproduct, a byproxy of that. Um, I'll put it this way. WWE has not put on a bad pay-per-view in a while, as far as in-ring product goes. So the in-ring product of this show, I'm expecting to be at least decent mids. I'm just not excited for it. No, not at all. And I can only think of one, like, dope lumberjack match, and that was, like, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, like, seven years ago. 
I'm not expecting this to be Rollins Ambrose. <laughs> Fuck no, not at all. Um. So yeah, talk me through, man. What you thinking? Uh, I mean, I well, I mean, you just you just said it that Damon Priest is the third wheel of this motherfucker. So I think we're gonna. I think we might solidify that that this weekend. Mm. In which just way? Go ahead. And, and Morrison is. He's not gonna help out the Miz at this this weekend at all. He's he's over it. You he's think he's about you think he's about to cost him, or he's just not gonna help out? He's not gonna help him out. But then that's what then we'll see on Monday night. Like the Miz is gonna be pissed at him. Right. I hear that. So. You going with a uh, Miz or Damien? Damien. King Damien. I feel you. Yeah. I didn't mean to make a face just now. If it looked like I did, I was just. <laughs> I <laughs> I realized because you made a face. I was like, oh, and I looked at myself. I, I, I might have. I was doing because he was doing this. <laughs> well, my nose itched. I didn't dig it out. I just scratched my nose. I got I long nails. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm taking Damien Priest too. Motherfucker. Um, yeah. Miz and Morrison on a collision course. However this is going to go. Morrison has to be Janetti again. Um, we we didn't talk about this. Huh? Hopefully they're doing this Miz and Morrison breakup so he can go play Johnny Cage. Bro, I dead ass. Because I haven't watched Mortal Kombat yet. However, for the last three and a half years, we've been putting this out into the air. Oh, yeah. We've been putting this out into the air. Y'all heard it here first. Johnny Miz is coming. It's coming. It is on the way. And I'm personally proud, even though we're not getting the check that we so rightfully, rightfully deserve. Definitely do. Go back and listen to the archives, ladies and gentlemen. The er- And we're not even talking about like the last year or so. We're talking about the early, talking- early archives. Yeah. Johnny Miz was a thing here, first and foremost, on the hard camera. I mean, he'd be perfect to play him. He it's, wants to play him. It's been a dream of his. Clearly, it's been a dream of ours. Cut the check. There's a lot of checks we're owed. Man. <laughs> we're owed a lot Man. of checks. A stack of them. Yeah. That's all right. It's okay. It's okay. One day. One day. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Yeah. Um. This is the only match that I'm not decided on. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode taking on the Mysterios, the father and son duo of Ray and Dominic. Uh, I mean, like, like, why not? Why not give it to Ray and Dom? Yeah, father and son, father and son tag team champions. You I feel know. they don't have to have it for a long time. Yeah, they've uh. I saw that this is the first pay-per-view that the Dirty Dogs have been on this year. <laughs> They've had the championship since January. <laughs> See? And, it, and I think there's only, like the, I don't know how many title defenses, but like third, fourth, maybe, maybe fourth. Since January. Since January. And I'm probably being generous with, with fourth, but this is the first pay-per-view since January. I don't, I don't know. Like, clearly, like, that's a stat. That's a great stat. Father-son duo. I don't know this story well enough to where they could justify. Go ahead. 
I don't know. I don't know if this was their plan all along mm-hmm. to have the Dirty Dogs versus Ray and Dom. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what to? I mean, it will always Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, he could sell like a motherfucker. Of course. So have him, have him and Bobby lose the title to Dom and Ray. Mm. Put them over like a motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, because obviously they don't, they don't see anything in them if they're not going to have them defending this shit since they've had it since January. Yeah, and that's why I'm kind of like 50-50. Because, like, again, I don't know the build to the story. There was just like a four-way match recently, uh, including Street Profits and, and Alpha Academy, uh, Chad Gable and, and Otis. Um, and then Street Profits just beat the Dirty Dogs. Street Profits and Bianca Belair just beat them in a six-man tag, what, two weeks ago. And so I don't know what I literally don't know what Ray and Dominic did to earn a title shot besides being the only other babyface tag team. Uh, sometimes, sometimes that's all we get nowadays. Uh, dead ass, <laughs> right? Dead ass. Um, you going with the Mysterios? I am. I just realized why I'm going with the Mysterios. If not now, they'll eventually get it. So I'm gonna go with the Mysterios now. Because while we have a father-son team who are aiming to be tag champions, we also just reformed a classic brother-brother team. I know what you're talking about, but I can't put my finger on it. Jimmy Uso is back. He is back. And while they work through the family issues, which they will, because they blood, you know what I'm saying? While they work through the family issues, the Mysterios can build up a, a nice little mini title reign. And, uh, Again, just cut yeah, locked up in the Uso Penitentiary. It's what, May? So we got, uh, what, Money in the Bank coming, whatever is in July. Um, we're talking about having SummerSlam early this year, too. Really? As long as it's in August, keep it in August, or I'll be sick. Or like the first weekend of August. Yeah. You can't have it in July or September. Like, I'll fight. Like keep the traditions alive, please. Yeah. Shout out to the Meadowlands. Um, and maybe maybe SummerSlam is too long. To, well, maybe it's not too long. But I was thinking, Usos, Mysterios, you know, at SummerSlam. But oh, shit, dude. The whatever dogs they've had that shit since January. That shit flew March, by. Every day, yeah. Three months. Yeah. What other tag teams are there? Um. Besides, there's the Alpha Academy. There's the Street Profits. Are there any other tag teams? So, shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Give it to the give it to the Usos. Let let there be a family, the family storyline, and then give me an entire fall worth of Street Profits versus Usos. Oh yeah. Put that in my veins. Put them in the cell. I would oh, love to see. Yeah. I would love to see that in the cell. Montez Ford in the cell. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's talk about this now, because I saw this on Instagram. Now that we brought the Street Profits, um, the Street Profits and Private Party. I saw someone make a generalization that basically said they're the same tag team, which. Got my oh they all look alike radar going. <laughs> um, I have my reasons why, but you you instantly said no, no. So tell me why in your eyes they're not the same tag team. Just they're they're different characters. Yeah, I mean that's 
I mean, like, I don't even know how to, like, how you would, like, explain the street profits, but, like, private party, it's, like, it's a couple dudes like to party. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> right? That is the depth of their characters, right? Yeah. Um, you know, WWE hasn't explicitly gone into the detail of, like, the double entendre of the Street Profits name. Um, a Street Profit, and we've talked about this years ago when they were in NXT, what a Street Profit is. Street Profits growing up, not growing up, but back in the day, were the guy, you know, the guy on the corner, spitting knowledge to, to, the, to the world. Um, and they just took the word profit, you know, in that form, it's P-R-O-P-H-E-T, a literal profit, and flipped it. You no know, street profits, like getting this paper. Um, they haven't explicitly gone into the double entendre of that name. It's a brilliant name. However, some of the names of their signature moves goes into it. Um, the anointment, I believe. Um, from the heavens. The frog splash that Montez Ford does. Um and Montez Ford's promo style. Yeah. The exclamation. The exclamation. The exclamation in his promo style. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. That speaks to the Street Profit aesthetic, right? Private Party is a young cocky team who likes to party. Yeah. And not to belittle like the depth of them, but that's kind of who they are. And their gimmick and within the story their 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 penchant for being young and cocky and, and putting the party first has been a detriment to who they are. Hence the Matt Hardy, you know, alignment association. The Street Profits are grown men with a purpose who embrace celebration. They put the set they put the celebration second. But they're out here to they're out here with a bigger purpose, a deeper purpose. Um, for all of our listeners who believe that these are the same teams because they're black and dance, um, salute. But anyway, let's keep pushing forward, man. So we picking the Mysterios. Uh, our first of two triple threat matches for a major championship, uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> I, I can tell you're excited. Uh, Rhea Ripley taking on Charlotte Flair, taking on Asuka in a three-way match. Talk to me, homie. Uh, oh, it's like that. Bro. Hey, it's like that. It's like that, bro. Charlotte's going to win this shit. Ooh, you think so? Mm-hmm. Talk to me. She's going to pin Oscar. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I've seen, like, I mean, I've seen some people comment about Rhea Ripley's title reign. It's like, yeah, she's already, she's already not doing anything. And it's like, we're being... It's only been so long, and like yeah. the and just the story they keep on giving her is just fucking bullshit. Because Charlotte keeps on getting involved. Yeah, Charlotte came back to Raw after Mania, and literally didn't say a thing. No, and like the matches that she's had so far, she's looked awful. Really? Okay. Okay. I, th- I think it just looks sloppy. Really? And like even like even like it was on the first or second Raw after. WrestleMania, she was on commentary, mm. and it was just like, what? Like, she just didn't seem interested mm, okay. in being there at all. <clears throat> Damn, Dzan. I mean, I mean, we always know what she. Whenever she's back, automatically she's in the fucking title picture. Yeah, automatically. I feel it. Yeah, and you think she's going straight for the title? She's getting it she's in soon. Title. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking we get uh, Charlotte and. 
Rhea at SummerSlam. Mm, okay. Um, with with Charlotte being the champion in a in a rematch from Mania last year. Yeah. You make a compelling argument, my guy. It's definitely not going to be Oscar. Fuck no. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. She, she go back to NXT. I'd be happy with that. I'd watch NXT. <laughs> I was watching it. Um, that would be com- kind of compelling. Raquel Gonzalez and Oscar, the way they're building Raquel. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go Rhea Ripley to retain. Um, pinning Oscar. Um, I just I would hope. <clears throat> excuse me. I would hope that giving her the mania moment means, of course, clearly they see something in Rhea Ripley. And for her to lose the title so soon, even if she wasn't pinned, I think would hurt her more than than anything. Charlotte is Charlotte Flair. Like she she'll be fine no matter what. She's a twenty two time champion, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I in this quote unquote new iteration of Charlotte, which seems to be the the the. The Charlotte we've kind of just seen over the last few years, the heel version of Charlotte we've seen over the last few years, she'll be fine. I don't see her taking the pin. Um, but I'm down to see Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam. But I think Rhea Ripley would be the champion, and I think Rhea would would go over. And and but see, that might be AEW booking. <laughs> it might be some AEW booking to to come back to it a year and a half later, and the other person go over. Um, but I. I let them let them get let let Rhea Ripley get a test, get her first test, her first real test as Raw champion, and uh, and push forward. Who else is over? Who else is on Raw that she can, that can challenge after uh, after this triple threat match? Be, instead of going straight to Charlotte, I mean they shit they release the Iconics. Um, even Maria's coming back. Yeah, um, that'd be that'd be Oscar's first. I mean, well, that'd be. Eva, that'll be Oscar's first. I think. Oh, Eva Marie and Oscar. Rough. Um, because, dude, I mean, I ain't trying to talk no shit, but she wasn't that good in the ring. Listen, she got booed every time she hit the ring, and just because she's standing on that fucking expensive ass car, don't mean she's gonna be worth it in the fucking ring. And I believe she's coming back as a babyface, according to the the the, the dirt sheets. Um, put her in front of a live crowd. I don't think that shit's gonna work too well. Put in front of that SummerSlam crowd? Oh no. Chinga. Big time. Big time chinga. Alexa Bliss and her voodoo doll. I don't know. Would they like break Shannon Basil's leg or something? I don't know. I'm so over that shit. Yeah. She's gotta be injured. Say it again. She's gotta be injured. Shannon Basil? Oh, Alexa no. Bliss. Yeah. I don't know. They're gonna keep on doing this shit for so fucking long, dude. I have no idea. No clue. We haven't I'm seen Bray Wyatt. Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a, it's a. Keith Lee, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Keith. They, they kind of kept that under wraps too. Um, there was a rumor that uh, Velveteen Dream was backstage at Raw. Just gonna say that same thing. Yeah, I don't know how much that means if he's you know, um, you know, making that Raw SmackDown move. We haven't seen him at all in 2021. Um, long-time listeners, or at least semi-long-time listeners, know what I think of the situation, um, considering, you know, um, 
conversely, comparatively, Matt Riddle is in the middle of a new tag team, RK Bro, with somewhat similar allegations as far as sexual misconduct. Um, statements have come out. Velveteen Dream, they 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 investigated and found nothing. Uh, but you know, I mean, the social media backlash anytime Velveteen Dream is on television is um, strikingly. Strikingly louder and a lot more negative than any time you see uh, Matt Riddle on television. And I'm not here to be throwing nobody under the bus. Just just keep it consistent. You know what I'm saying? As as Jay-Z said on that T.I. record, watch what you say to me. Um, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Um, but anyway, as we push forward, man, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we've got Bianca Belair taking on Bailey, talk to me, my guy. This sucks for Bailey. <laughs> but I mean, this could be a this could be a good little feud, though. Yeah, kind oh, of a re- kind of a revisiting of the feud too. They kind of you know kind of touch past back before. Um, yeah, sorry, cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, but no, like I said, yeah, this could be a good feud. It's just a little bit something different than what we've had for the past three months. You know, Sasha Banks taking that break after Mania. We haven't seen her since. Um, I would imagine it's because she's probably. I I don't watch any of the Mandalorian, but I assume they're they're coming back for another season. So she's probably filming it's, the Mandalorian. It's, it's um, a pretty good show. Is it? Is yeah. it? I, I see the first season. I hear she's in. Uh, she's in contention for Emmy nods, or she's being mentioned along with you know their 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 package to to make a run for the Emmys. So, can't be mad. Can't be mad. Salute, salute, salute. Um, you want Bianca Belair for the defense? Yes. As am I. As am I. Uh, Bailey is, you know, she's kind of in that, in that Charlotte vein. She's some kind of bulletproof. And if they are really about this whole new generation of, you know, women's wrestlers, you know, Bianca, Rhea, Raquel Gonzalez, who just defeated Mercedes Martinez on NXT. Um, but yeah, Bianca gets his win. Bianca, I mean, Bianca Belair is a long-term project. Oh yeah. Um, with so much upside, so much upside, and yeah, putting her in a in a in a, in a good match with Bailey. This is probably to me second best match of the night on paper. Yeah, 100%. second best match of the night. I said it was one match that I was interested in. I'm semi interested in this. I like their dynamic. I like their dynamic. Bailey has been mad entertaining as a heel. Bianca Belair, I'm down for. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's make let me mark it down. Let me mark it down. Bianca Belair with the defense. Um, where do they go after this? Do you think she they they come back with the rematch? Um, who else is on SmackDown? Becky should be back soon. That would be really good. Mm-hmm. That would be really good. Do you think she goes to SmackDown? I assume she would. Why do you Just say? Just because it's over there. But, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything. True, true, true. We've seen Naomi over on Raw tag team with Lana uh, while Jimmy just came yeah. back. Um, yeah, well, then, I mean, shit. They've, they've only been filming in the same city for the last year and a half. So, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no, I mean, like, well, shit, like, who's going to watch the baby? <laughs> 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 the, 
Baby be backstage all day. The baby's crying. <laughs> That's funny. baby and catering. <laughs> oh, that is funny. That is funny. Imagine that lifestyle. Jeez, man. I never talked about how, like, I kind of like Young Rock. Oh, you know, I think you have. I, I talked about it, but I never really, like, talked about how I fully came around on it. Because at first I was, like, kind of hating that he was talking about, like, the business and kind of giving away the game. But, listen, man, this show was kind of decent. <laughs> show was kind of decent. It's like Taker gave the game away big time with his last ride documentary. Yeah. The difference is, though, it was on the WWE Network. Like, it was a niche yeah, niche programming. Like, Young Rock was on damn NBC as true. he's testing the waters to see how people would respond to him being the president. <laughs> That's what he... If Listen, Rock will probably run for president in 2032, like the show said. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no doubt. But yeah, I had to say that a lot. I, I, I like Young Rock. Decent show. I'm kind of interested in, in, in season two when that, when that pops up in a year or so. Uh, pushing forward, though, in the other triple threat match of the night for the WWE Championship, we got the big man, my man, the almighty Bobby Lashley, taking on Drew McIntyre, taking on Braun Strowman, LeBron Strowman. Uh, talk to me, man. Oh, I'm so over Bobby and Drew. Really? So tired of seeing it, dude. Yeah. You've been over Drew longer than others have. Dude, like, I liked Drew before he became champion. Mm. But then, like, it was just, he sucks on the mic. Mm. I don't think he's that great of, of a performer. Mm. And, like, and, but this time, like, I mean, back then, I wasn't a huge fan of Bobby Lashley, though, either. Word. I am a fan of Ashley. Yeah, stepped it up. Stepped it up. I'm sad the Hurt Business is completely done. That sucks. So stupid, dude. That sucks, yeah. Yeah, they split up Sheldon and, uh, Sheldon and Cedric as a tag team. Yeah, so yeah. stupid. Yeah, that sucks. That's rough. But, but uh, and then, I mean, Braun, he's always just there. <laughs> yeah. Not doing much anymore, I mean. Yeah. It's just, he got beat so many fucking times, got injured. Those injuries over the last six to eight months have been rough. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think uh, I think Bobby's going to take this one. I think he's going to pin Drew. But then hopefully hopefully we get like a Bobby, I mean not a Bobby, but a, uh, a Drew and Braun Strowman feud going on. I'd fuck with that. You know where I think Drew might be going? 205? <laughs> we ain't sitting about at 205 in a long ass time. <laughs> yes, that was a nice callback. Nice callback. Um, T Bar and Mace. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, it's kind of fitting. Because, I mean, they've kind of got like a knockoff War Raiders, knockoff Ascension. Knock off. Legion of Doom, uh, Demolition. Legion. Yeah. <laughs> po- powers of Pain. <laughs> Holy shit. They deadass are five teams in one. 
five bootleg teams all rolled oh up. Oh my golly, dude. That shit went nowhere, Retribution. <laughs> Ali's been on, Ali? su- he's been on like no, main event or superstars or whatever. Mia Yim, I believe, is going to be, it's supposed to debut on SmackDown pretty soon. Yeah, so is uh, Alistair Black. Maybe that's what Bianca Belair does next. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That'd be too soon for Mia Yim as a character. The word is maybe Carmella. Maybe the, maybe Carmella, Mia Yim. I'm just... Meh, right. Meh. Carmella yeah, no, did her, heard, did her yeah, thing I, during that Sasha Banks yeah. feud, though. I heard Mia Yim was supposed to be on SmackDown last week, mm-hmm. and they they cut it for time. Mm-hmm. But Alistair Black was supposed to be on SmackDown last week. They cut it for time. Right. Right. What the fuck? Who I mean, knows? How, like, how can you... How can how can you say you couldn't put them on TV because you're cutting for time? We've been watching the same goddamn fucking thing for fucking April. Ooh. Tell them. Tell them. Get your head out of your asses, Tell them how you feel. Tell them why you mad, my guy. Oh, damn. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Big Spice. Big Spice. Ren Spice. <laughs> Is this uh? It feels like this triple threat match and the other triple threat match, and honestly, most triple threat matches just seem to be like a middle conduit to get to the next feud between two of the three participants. Like, I could totally see Braun and Bobby having a feud because this match, I'm assuming, will get Drew out of the title contention. Braun will be like, well, you didn't beat me, motherfucker. So get these hands. See, like, at the same time, though, too, like, if they put Drew in... Braun in a little feud. Braun could beat Drew, beat a couple more dudes, and then, mm-hmm. then him and Bobby could feud. Yeah. Or hell, that maybe. Be, be fire or hell, maybe they just do a one on one match the next night on Raw. And then, oh. yeah, and then fucking Bobby and, and Braun. So I think we're both choosing Bobby Lashley to knock this out and handle this. Um, I want to listen. The same way I want Roman Reigns to be champion until 2046, let's at least keep the title on Bobby until SummerSlam. I mean, not SummerSlam, sorry, Survivor Series. Because I I, want to see Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley at Survivor Series. I think a lot of people do. Bruh. Give me that. Give me that fight. Fight, fight. Let them fight in front of fans, yeah. Yup. I'm with that, man. So let's fast by forward that, six that months. Time, they should be back on the road. They're trying. I believe SummerSlam is supposed to be like the, like the grand reopening of touring, for WWE. See, double or nothing is supposed to be full capacity. Yep, yep. And then they're trying to go back touring in like July. So it's on a Sunday too, dog. Yep, 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 yep. So look at us, man. Back to, back to life. Back to reality. Yeah, I mean, uh, rounding us out, the match I'm most interested in. Yes, sir. The tribal chief, the head of every table I sit at, the universal champion Roman Reigns taking on Cesaro. I'm interested in this match because for one, it's Roman Reigns, and he's gold, more gold than his 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 wrist brace. Way more golden. And plus, Cesaro's a new face in the main event scene. And as we all know, Cesaro is going to go and he can go. He'll keep going and going and going. So I'll love the test for both of these guys. Um, talk to me. 
said Jimmy's back, right? He is. Everybody's got some mana. Everybody's got some mana on his chest. <laughs> Toward who? Towards his cousin. I feel it. Tell me more. He's tell not going to lose, lose the title. Before I interject, tell me more. He's not going to lose the title. Uh, but like, he's going to cost him for him and hope like we'll get we'll get another Cesaro and Roman Reigns match. Mm. Which I'm 100% fine with. Yeah. No doubt. I love the animosity that the family shows because they keep it within the family. They don't let it affect like Jimmy is not going to ever cost Roman Reigns a championship for someone else, right? Jay Whenever Jay fucks up, it's because he's trying to help, right? So no matter what the family is going through, it's always family business. They're not going to let no outsider fuck up the family. I really like that bit of storytelling. It, I, it's infighting, but only within the family. Um, yeah, give me, listen, give me a Roman Reigns Cesaro again next month. Um we saw the brief interaction, though. Ooh, we saw the interaction between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins on SmackDown. Mm. Cesaro and Seth Rollins had a uh, had a match, and the Usos got involved. And should I count down? You're just gonna you're just gonna knock it out. We didn't have one last time. Well, we didn't have too much of a show last time. We just had you know clips. So three, two. I didn't. I wasn't in tune. Jump the gun. I wasn't in tune. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Literally, wasn't in tune with the peacock. It's all good, man. Um, But yeah, Seth Rollins. Don't leave me like that. Uh, Please don't. Uh, Seth Rollins and (laughs) Cesaro. That's filthy. Uh, Felching filth. Uh, Seth Rollins and Cesaro had a match on SmackDown, and the Usos got involved, and so Seth Rollins was like, "Yo, handle it." Or I'll handle it. And so we might be seeing the little semblance there of maybe, you know, a bit of a, a face turn for Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is too strong of a character to be the number two heel. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think they know that, or they ought to know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a new dynamic. I mean, we've never seen heel Roman Reigns, period. So, to see him with a babyface Seth Rollins... Even with all the shit, Seth Rollins has been a, a dirty bastard for I mean, he ripped a nigga's eye out one time. Yeah, and they would have been mad at AEW for blood and guts. Yeah, yeah, we got voodoo dolls and prosthetic eyes. Um, yeah, that sucked last year. Wow. Um, that really sucked, dude. Oh, uh, anyway, so you know, maybe there's maybe there's something there. Listen, man, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. <sighs> Waiting on some shit like that for a long time. Put it in my veins. Put it right in my veins. So crazy because I mean, one of the places they're talking about too for that shit is uh, MSG. Oh, nice. So yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down like for MSG that. somewhere in Texas or somewhere in Phoenix, or I'm guessing Phoenix, but Arizona. Give it to MSG. It's Madison Dam Square Garden. Like Barclays Barclays is Barclays and it's like the new cool hip spot. And you get that certain crowd. But nah man, take it back to MSG. 
I know it's expensive to do TV there, but they got the bread. I'm still even saving some money. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. So, yeah, man, I'm down. I'm down. I think this will be the match of the night, man. Uh, Roman Reigns has been all kind of gold on the mic, in the ring. Cesaro is goddamn Cesaro. It's like he don't know how to have a bad match. Um, put these people together. We haven't really seen too much of the, and maybe just because I had, maybe I've just missed it, but not too much of the Cesaro Paul Heyman dynamic. Cesaro being a previous Paul Heyman guy, quote unquote. Which I've seen somebody talking in the comments is like, yes, Paul Heyman just needs to flip on Roman Reigns and be a Cesaro guy because Cesaro sucks on the mic. I was like, well, we kind of already did that. People will say some dumb shit on the internet, won't they? Mark, <laughs> big ass Mark. Skid Mark. It's a dumbass idea. That wasn't even a good idea seven years ago. Like I'm disgusted at that idea. Cesaro, when he when he won that battle royal, we were there. The crowd went nuts when he lifted up Big Show and threw him over the top rope. That was a chance right there to to build some on that. And I think the Paul Heyman thing just kind of dragged them both down. Well, clearly it dragged them both down. You know what I'm saying? Went went nowhere. Um it was good for the one-night pop because he got rid of Zeb Coulter and was like, now nah, I'm a Paul Heyman guy, Duke, or whatever the Swiss version of Duke is. I feel like that, that's just that's, that's their main focus is the one-night pop. Shit, not people like Cesaro. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so. Nah, man, Cesaro's fine doing his thing, man. Let the wrestling get him over. You know what I'm saying? That's his character. He, he, will, he, will, he, will, he will whoop your ass mad entertainingly. You know what I'm saying? European gentlemen who will beat you up. So, what, yeah. Wasn't he talking with a mouth guard in for a long time, though? I don't know if he was talking with it in or not. I don't know. I know he had it in because he, that, uh, I believe it was that, that Hardy Brothers tag match, uh, where he busted his, his busted his joints. Um, like he shoved his teeth in his gums, I believe it was. Yeah. Like he didn't lose teeth. He shoved them in his gums. <coughs> uh, there's a. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's not official, but. Hmm. Uh, Seamus versus uh, Carillo. Humberto. Humberto. I saw there were some matches kind of just speculated. Um, did you that, see that shit on Raw? I did. I did. He was that, hurt. My man powerbombed himself. Said, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out, coach. <laughs> That sucks. We should not be laughing at this. Uh, Report says he's okay, but he just couldn't finish the match. Uh, That was a rough landing because he landed on his back, on his ass, and Seamus landed on his knee. Broke his ass. That could have, listen, that could have been really, really, really bad. So, glad he's okay. Um, I saw that was speculated. I saw uh, potentially Big E and Apollo Crews speculated again. Um... Yeah, we'll see, you know, we'll see. Still got still got stuff going on, so. Uh, but, yeah, as for now, we got the six matches laid out. How you feel about the card now that we've uh, broken it down? Not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Not too excited at all. The acknowledgement that the in-ring action will be decent enough, but no story uh-huh. is carrying this thing at all. So... Except for the main event, but even that though, like, 
Yeah. I'm looking forward to the match more than I am the story. Yeah. In the main event. Mm-hmm. This feels like it does have the makings that it could go another month. Because Cesaro's been built up. Like, he's been slowly being built up for a while. Even since before Elimination. Probably since the start of the year. But even, you know, before Elimination Chamber, the run he had in that match. Um, up until now, the Seth Rollins match at WrestleMania, that was a clear test. Um, yeah, so I, I can see this going again. And he only won the match. The He only won the shot, what, last week? The week before, maybe? So, a somewhat short build to the actual title match. I can see this going another another month. Hope it does. Um, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, another was it the horror show at Extreme Rules? I won't call it that either. We'll just call it Extreme Rules. Um, but <laughs> yeah, they, they can't call it that shit. We haven't seen Bray in, since fucking uh, the night after WrestleMania. That ass, and that shit wasn't even in October last year. Like wasn't it like in May? Can't have a horror show in May. It's May it flowers. Yeah, it's May flowers. What are you talking about? It's- Jeez. Marketing. That is WWE Backlash 2021. Um, real quick, man. Let's head over. One match. Yep. 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 The uh, the triple threat match for the women's championship. I uh, went with Rhea Ripley. Went with Charlotte. Uh, starting strong. <laughs> starting right. strong. Um, let's uh, let's touch on NXT real real quick. Uh, for me, the biggest news coming out of NXT. Well, of course, we need Finn Balor carrying across two um, in a couple weeks. But for me, man, the biggest news, uh, even though he's a little bit late because only he could save us and he didn't, the return of Bobby Fish. And they they parted ways after. Yep. He saved Kyle O'Reilly from the beat down and was like, yeah, well, nah, man, got some scores to settle. Um, clearly, we're going to see that tag match. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish versus Pete Dunne and, and Orny Lorcan. Probably not a takeover. We're clear, I think we're going to get Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly at takeover. But they will tag up soon just out of sheer necessity. Um, and, like, I was just thinking, too, like maybe maybe Bobby Fish will turn on Kyle O'Reilly. But, like, mm. right now that doesn't seem like a good idea. Like, why, why, why put Ex- Bobby Fish against Kyle O'Reilly? Exactly. At least for now because we've – I mean, we've talked about it. Bobby Fish was the fourth member of the UE, and he was missing throughout the breakup. Adam Cole had one promo. We haven't seen him in a few weeks. Roger Strong apparently quit. Um, yeah, so I'm still compelled to see where that's going. What's next with Adam Cole? We got to develop more of Bobby Fish as a man on his own before we make any kind of any drastic change. I want to see what he says on the microphone. Yeah. Like he watched his whole squad break up and couldn't do nothing about it. He hadn't said anything yet. Hadn't said nothing yet. So there's there's certain things to to address. I imagine we'll get that next week. Uh, get him some some quick promo time next week. Um, anything else happening in NXT? Swerve introduced his new uh, his new squad hit row. I'm down for anything Swerve right now. He's been doing his thing. Um, I really liked his Leon Ruff feud. Oh yeah, that yeah, was good. That was great. That was great. Uh, we got Bronson Reed taking on Johnny Gargano and Steel Cage. I can go a couple different ways, man. They're hell-bent on this Bronson Reed project. I'm not here for it. But, you know, Steel Cage, which all kinds of shenanigans can take place. You know, the, it keeps the way out of the way. Ha-ha. Bars. THC. Um, 
But also, I mean, it gives Johnny Gargano different weaselly ways to to retain the title without actually pinning Bronson Reed. So, so much stuff going on. Um, but AEW. AEW. Building up to double or nothing. In, uh, in, in just about over a week and a half or so. Uh, May 30th. Coming May 30th. So, just over two and a half weeks, I should say. My apologies. Uh, we set they set up a lot of stuff on this past episode. A lot of stuff. Put a lot of stuff in motion. Um, let's start with the three way dance, man. It's gonna be a fucking banger. Yeah. Yes. Kenny Omega, Pac, and Orange Cassidy. That's gonna be. I like how they did it too this past week. Like. I like I like that Tony Khan like instantly was like nah fuck that fuck that yeah 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 because like because yeah. like dude they try to pull that shit on WWE it's like yo I know y'all are watching backstage like what the fuck y'all seen what just happened why well, I gotta wait till next yeah. week yeah right 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 and I'm not even mad that that was like quote unquote predictable when I say predictable when they got counted out by ten instantly you knew it was gonna be a three way dance but that's that's fine because that makes logical sense right. Um, and, and, and some will say, well, if WWE did it, we'd be mad. But here's the thing. Like, you don't see these kind of finishes in AEW. You usually get definitive winners. They don't, it's not that the matches are no DQ. You just don't see DQ finishes. No, like, we see so many DQ finishes on WWE. Exactly. So many. We get definitive winners on on the other black and gold channel. So the fact that this didn't have a definitive winner, this makes perfect sense. Three way dance, and it's not like we get like we're getting two triple threat matches at Backlash. Yeah, I believe this is the first three way dance in AEW. Yeah, and and the year and a half, two years they've been yeah. around. Two years, what in October? Yeah, uh, two years on TV. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. They telegraphed it last week pretty well. I thought Orange Cassidy was going to get the win, the way they telegraphed it. And the way Kenny tried to cost Pac almost seemed like he was trying to go for trying to get the Orange Cassidy match. But, you know, thought his plan worked even better. Took both guys out. And now he's got double trouble, as Tony Schiavone put it. Double trouble. Double trouble. An Orange Cassidy-Kenny Omega match would have been fire. Any combination would have been fire. Orange Cassidy is over. Like, that would have been a hell of a... They could have told a hell of a story there. But, yeah, no. Injected. I'm all. I'm down, man. Three-way dance. Three-way dance. Um, What else have we laid out? I'm going to get to the one thing that I didn't like about the episode, but I'm going to wait until that's last. Um, Did you see the Cody Rhodes promo? Yes. Dog! He's getting the Americans jacked up. Bruh, Cody got bars, man. He's never had a bad promo on AEW. He didn't have bad promos on WWE. When he got the chance. You know what I mean? He, uh, in one promo, because listen, I was like, I was not invested in the QT Marshall, Cody Rhodes thing. Like, I I saw the seeds being planted, but I wasn't like... I didn't have any emotional attachment to it. In one promo, Cody snapped. He said, you're not fighting the American Nightmare. I'm going to grab the sword that is too heavy. What did he say? Too heavy to swing? 
that only me and my brother Dustin have the right to do. You're fighting the American dream. I say, yo. Let's fucking go. Yo. Right? He made Anthony a go-go. Super important in this match. Uh, a relative unknown. Yeah, he boxed. An Olympic boxer. But like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. He put over himself. He put over Anthony Agogo. He put over the importance of this match. In one promo, he snapped. There, I might have to go back and just watch some Cody promos from AEW. His AEW mic work. The promo. So comfortable. Like, I might have to show his mic work to some of my DJs. Cause I tell them, I tell them all the time, pros go slow. Pacing, pacing is key there. His promo with Chris Jericho last year or the year before, um, leading up to their match, his promo after the match with Dustin Rhodes was a tribute to Dusty Rhodes. Cody and a microphone. Yeah. I'm with Better it. Watch out. Better watch out. Better watch out. Um, we are getting the stampede, uh, the stadium stampede match between the pinnacle and the inner circle. And if the inner circle, uh, if the pinnacle wins, the inner circle have to break up. It's gonna be so tough. That's gonna be a tough one for us to predict. Dude, it's probably the toughest match of the night. Dude, dude. Um, and then we uh kind of I kind of threw this out in the air, kind of predicted it weeks ago. The Young Bucks challenged uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston to a tag match for the titles at Double or Nothing. And now I have to take the time to talk about what I didn't like on AEW because I'm sure we have some listeners who think we just dig right, which oh. isn't which isn't the truth. I did not like how they handled the SCU breakup. No. I hated that. Yeah, it was stupid. SCU, they're a great fucking tag team. Man. And to put, for the stakes to be so high, and the way they put over the stakes, they're an undefeated team, and they're undefeated in 2021, right? They were the first AEW tag champ. Sure, it was Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, Sure. But that's still Christopher Daniels and Kazarian with such high stakes. Yeah. The match ended. Oh, let's go to the back for meaningless destroy the locker room segment. Yeah. I I that was I hated that. I hated it. I hated no, I was it. Wondering, I was wondering what uh Kazarian was doing outside the ring the whole fucking time. He was, he was up. He was up by the goddamn entrance. He was selling. He was waiting. He was waiting. He was trying to make that Superman dive. Um, you said what? He didn't have to be that far away. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, man, just I didn't like how they handled that. For them to be such an important tag team, the way they talked it up, the way the stipulation was a stipulation, for them to not even have any kind of post match, especially when Young Bucks left the ring. To give them the ring. And we got nothing. We got a I couple mean, seconds. I mean, times there was, it was at least 15 to 20 seconds. Tony Schiavone was oh, can we get somebody backstage? Bruh. Can we get somebody backstage? Bruh. Oh, they, I ain't like that. This could have waited. 
Hey, like, could have waited. Backstage bullshit. You could have waited until. Exactly. You could have waited until. We got three seconds of Kazarian making a shock face. And then, no, no, no. Let's go to the back. Let's go to backstage. Like, you could have let them do the post match. They could have shook hands, hugged. We could have shown how important it was that they were breaking up. And they didn't. We didn't do that. So, kind of disappointed in that handling. Uh, I didn't even, even think about it like that until you said something. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, misstep there, bit of a misstep there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're getting a tag match that we we figured we would get the Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston, which will be a slapper. Um, just you know, I just wish they just wish they handled the the post match, the post the aftermath of that match a little better. So I can't wait to read all the comments about the uh, the uh, the Pinnacle and the Elite segment. Mm. Oh, oh, that was all the ripoff. Pinnacle uh, and uh, Inner Circle. Yeah. yeah so, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The beer truck, the milk truck, the yeah. bubbly truck. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we'd be remiss to not mention that we have a new TNT champion. Which, uh, I mean, that was my prediction. Yeah, same here. Miro uh, defeating Darby Allen. Listen. You got a hard night coming facing Miro. Oh yeah. For the championship. He is about to run wild with that championship. Yeah, I'm not mad at it either. I'm not mad at Miro winning. Not at all. Not at Darby all. Darby had his time and he's still gonna be fucking great. You know, and him and Sting are gonna I think this is him and him and Sting's time right now. They've got what seems to be a tag match coming with uh Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. They yep. got a little few brewing there. Um, Miro, Lance Archer seems to be rather upset at Miro. I don't know what they're doing with Lance Archer. He he just kind of just does things. Um, he was mad at Sting one night, and he was like, "You know what? Now nah, you cool." Um, yeah. So you know, no, you can't. You can't. Wait, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, but yeah, man, Miro, new TNT champion. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be some interesting title defenses. He's. He's a heel because he's just fucking ruthless, but he's not a heel the way that, like, he's he's a fighting champion heel. Like, he wants to murder you. He wants to fight. So he'll defend it against anyone, which has which has babyface appeal, but yeah. he will throw you through a wall. Yeah, like, I mean, it'll probably yeah. be him and Lance Archer first. He's going, he's, listen, he'll shave that mohawk right off, Duke. <laughs> yeah. He'll feed Jake Roberts. He'll she'll feed Jake Roberts to a snake. I tell you what, I tell you what. So interesting. I'm de- definitely interested. We've also uh, what happened? Um, bum, 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 bum. Hangman Adam Page is taking on. Uh, who's he taking on at the pay per view? They they announced it. Brian Cage. Yes, 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 yes. Nice little undercard match. Uh, interested in that. That'll be good. I think. I think so too. I think so too. Cage. Cage. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, he did say it took a powerbomb on the floor and a belt shot at the back of the head and three and a half guys jumping him. Um, but, you know, we'll see how that bill goes. It can go either way, right? Team Taz has been an afterthought to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had the, you know, the, the match with Sting and Darby Allen, but, like, they just seem to be just an afterthought faction. 
Um, so maybe they use this to, you know, put put a little more shine on Brian Cage. Um, or maybe not. Or shine on both of them because they're, they're, they're going to have a match. So there's shine on both of them. But in going over, maybe a little more shine. So I don't know. You know we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll go. So double or nothing. Shaping up. It is shaping up. My settings are trying to not be set anymore. Yeah, it just kind of switched out of nowhere. So let me fix that. While in. Well, luckily we're at the end of the show. And I will uh I will fight my settings here in a bit. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I did that. But nobody listened to this part anyway. Um anyway, man. Big man, I'm not gonna reach you on the social media is my guy. Motherfuckers can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt. I think I fixed it. You can hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at juvie desayuno j u v i. D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Run the show page on both Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, and etc. And a little bit of things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Google Podcasts, and some are listening on Breaker. But if you're in the land down under, you might be listening on Radio Public. I don't know why I ascribe them to Radio Public. Like, Radio Public is worldwide. Wherever you're listening, <laughs> heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that has all the dick fillets, uh, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. <laughs> Can't wait for the feedback. On this one, um, we will be back next week with the recap of WWE Backlash. I mean, things are coming, y'all. Things are coming. Um, they've got, you know, we've got uh, AEW's Double or Nothing coming May 30th. We have uh, NXT TakeOver in your house June 13th. What a hell of a day that will be. Salute to me. Um, yeah. It's coming, man. Great time to be a fan, as we always say. The business is doing great. Uh, and stick with us. We're going we're gonna to navigate through it all. Uh, but until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. <sighs> Salute.